Six minutes past ten, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. We are speaking to Mel Meninga as we do it this time every Wednesday. Mel, good morning to you. Good um, morning, Ben. Where do we start <laughs> so much to talk about? Um, well, it's ten o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm used to eleven o'clock, mate. So. <laughs> Daylight savings. It's, it's, it's gone for me. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Mate, well, hey, well, let's just let, let's just start on that. The West Tigers jersey. Have you, have you seen it? No. Thought, thoughts? Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah. Um, an oversight, isn't it? By the um, obviously the marketing promotions team. Um, storming the key cup for me. I mean, yeah. at least they at least they're celebrating this. A commemorative jersey. At least they're celebrating right. the Anzacs, and it's a fantastic tradition we have in this country, and um, it's getting better and bigger all by the. You know, by the years, and you know, young people are going out on Anzac Day, and um, you know, and you know, paying their respects. You know, the bright hours of early in the morning. You know, so um, the poor old Tigers are, you know, they're not winning too much at the moment, are they? And um, and the more they're down, the, the more people want to kick them. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I, Anzac Day is the is the most important day on our calendar. I, I would argue in the, in this country. And yes, we need to commemorate yeah, that, it. Yeah, yeah, but that. Um, that uh, superimposed, obviously, figure that they have on the jersey is is synonymous with Anzac Day and synonymous um, with wartime. You know, so um, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to criticise you know them using that particular commemorative um, icon, I guess. Um, so for me, um, it's a bit of a storm and teacup, and I congratulate the the, the West Tigers for you know. Um, you know, for what they do around mm. Anzac Day. I mean, the, ga- the great game in rugby league does does pl- a lot around Anzac Day, and um, you know we we should you know remain respectful to that occasion. Hey Mal, I-, I might give you. I know you've got the headset on with the with the cable and everything there. I might get you to give the cable a bit of a wiggle because we've got a nice little buzz and hum coming through, and I-, I don't want that to distract from what you've got to say because we've got plenty to talk about uh, uh, over the next uh, twenty minutes uh, as well, mate. The- the- this morning, I've been I've been asking everyone to to bring to bring their ideas into an NRL operations meeting. How, how do we make the HIA rules fair for everyone? And because now they're good, but they're not that good. I, I, I suggested that we should have a, a fifteen minute sin bin because if you whack someone in the head, they've got to go off for fifteen minutes for an HIA assessment. So That's surely right. it's fair that they go off for fifteen minutes as well. Um, well, there is an inequity here. There's no doubt about it. Um, obviously, with a 15-minute mandatory assessment. So, I guess the first thing I think I want to talk about here is that you, you obviously got to go to the sideline and get that assessment, that injury assessment. Um, the assessment obviously is done by independent doctors and, and obviously the club doctors. And I believe if that assessment um, is you know indicates that the player's okay and he can go back on, well then you go straight back on, don't have to wait the 15 minutes. I think that's really important part of it. And then obviously the sin binning should be 10 minutes. But if they take the full 15, I'm in agreement with you. I think that it should be a 15-minute mandatory period. Um, but then what happens then, Ben, if uh, the player can't go back on? What happens to the, the sin binning? You know, what happens to that player then? Well, that's here's, the, well, here's my next layer, Mel. And I know rugby yep. I know rugby do this, and that's what I'm saying. That other sports do things okay. Some don't, some do. Rugby now in super rugby, you can upgrade a yellow card to a red card, and that's if red the card. TMO deems whatever you've done uh, is worse than just an initial yellow card. So in the same vein, if 
say James Tedesco. Let, let's use that because that's the most recent example. Yep. Bailey yes. Simonson should go to the bin for 10 minutes while uh, – sorry, 15 minutes while 15, James yes. Tedesco gets his yes. HIA. If he can't come back on, neither can Bailey Simonson. So does Bailey Simonson get replaced? Nope, because James Tedesco can't. Well, he's had there's 13 men. They can get replaced. So, so oh, rotation on the back. bench. Yeah, rotation yes. on the bench. So they can actually still have 13, 12, yeah, 13 players instead of the 12 players, but they just lose one from the bench. What about the fact that it was a high shot? Do you need to get penalised for that then? Well, I think his sin are... I mean, it, obviously, he's not going to get sent off. Um, there's been occasions where the player gets sent off, obviously. Yeah. Um, so the... So the the defensive team obviously gets penalised straight away, but in this instance where they get sin bin, um, if James, in this case, if James Tedesco can't go back on, well, Bailey Simonson can't go back on. Uh, James Tedesco gets replaced, but Bailey Simonson gets replaced as well. Okay, so bringing the 18th man in for that. Yes. Okay. Well, not no, no, the 17, but one off the bench. So they actually they lose a player off their off their bench. As well, so that oh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah, bringing back on getting replaced on the field, of course. So it's 13 on 13, okay, 13 on 13, yeah, would be would be my solution if you know the the game did go down that way. Um, yeah, so that means there is there is an inequity, obviously, around the assessment period of Mm. 15 minutes. I think, yes, uh, it should be 15 minutes if they take the full 15 minutes. Um, I believe that that the assessment period doesn't have to be 15 minutes. I think if they get the independent and the club doctors to agree that the player's okay after, say, five minutes or six minutes, whatever the case may be, uh, they're allowed to go straight back on and then there's just the, the normal 10 minutes in bidding for that particular particular player. So, But if it's a it's a 15 minutes period and the player can't go back on, well, then that's where it becomes a bit grey, doesn't it, about what we do with uh, a Bailey Simonson as an example. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Uh, do you agree with Mal in that regard? Mal, I would even say bring in the 18th man if you lose one player to HIA. Currently, you've got to lose two to HIA. That's right. Yeah, I, That's I just right. think if, if, if you've got someone down and out with uh, ruled out through by the independent doctor, and let's remember that, it's not about yeah. gaming the system. It's an independent doctor rules you out. Should you be able to activate the 18th man straight away? Yeah, well, that's. Um, I mean, they talk about trust. You know, it, you know, it's trust in players and trust in, in the coaches and things like that about whether it's correct or not. You know, that has. You know, you have. It's always there to be broken, if that, yeah. that makes sense. You know, so it's always there to, uh, to try to get around. Um, but if there's a, a trust that built that's built up between the coaches and the players in particular, uh, that's a really important part of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with, with the replacement straight away. You bring right. the 18th man straight on. Mate, we are ticking boxes here. We're getting through this NRL <laughs> operations meeting like nobody's business. Hey, let's talk to... Some... What, what's, yeah. what's trust, though, Ben? That's the thing. You know, what's trust? And the players... And there's a lot of the players that come out and say, well, you can't trust me, you know, <laughs> so I'm going to say I'm OK or I'm going to say I'm not, not OK, you know, and, and the coaches have rotted the, the, uh, the system before. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You've got, you got to trust the You've got to trust the independent doctor, Mal. Hey, Mal, we've got da- Dave has jumped on the line from – he's at a woody point. Dave, morning to you. Say good morning to Mal Meninga as well. Hey, Mal. Hey, Ben. Good morning, hey, Dave. If the, if the guy who goes off injured has to do his 15 minutes and the guy who's done it, he gets 15 minutes, yep. the guy that gets hurt, if he can't come back on, why don't they just do an automatic two points to that other team? 
and then the guy who did it can still come back on after that. Well, that's, the, another, the, that's another way of looking at it, I guess, but um, the two points, yeah, that's a... It's a two points on the scoreboard or...? On the scoreboard, yeah, is it? Yeah, two, you know, two points on the scoreboard, it means, you know, guys won't be doing head-eye tackles, so I know they're going to cost their team the game because yeah. it could be the result of the game. Yeah, well, I guess that that's, can be discussed, Dave. It's not a bad point. I mean, my, my, my solution would be, well, you are down an extra man, you know. So, yeah, instead of playing with 17 men, you're down with 16 men, basically. You know, Bailey Simonson yeah. can't come back on. He's got to yeah. – and generally, they don't, you don't carry wingers on your bench, do you? So that's the, the team that offended is, is very much disadvantaged in that situation. Yep. And Dave, you, you may have a four-point swing on that too, because you, you, depending on where that penalty takes place, that you yep. the headshot takes place, you, you'd get perhaps a shot at goal, and then add another yep. two points onto that. So it's it's quite the uh, incentive not to do it, isn't it? That, that's right. And if they all tackled around the legs, we wouldn't be talking about. It. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we oh, go. It, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yes. it's it's a it's a fast physical game, Dave, and. Um, you know, I mean, I, if I played the game and you would have played it too, Dave, and sometimes it's it's, it's never really intentional, uh, but you get this off court and, you know, difficult situations, your feet get planted in the wrong way, your head goes the wrong way, and, and then you've got an opposition carrying the ball that can move in any direction, you know, step inside, and then all of a sudden your your job is to make sure that person coming at you doesn't beat you, you know, so you're going to do everything you possibly can to make that tackle, so... Most most instances, you know, I would say, yeah, ninety nine percent of instances are not not um, deliberate. It's unintentional. So um, there's got to be some sort of leeway there for that. Dave, good on you, mate. Thank you for the call. A fifty dollar Sporting Globe voucher. You're in the running for that one for just being part of the show. No idea is a bad idea. Now, Mal, let's talk about on field stuff as far as the games this weekend because it's your old Raiders up against the hottest team in the comp, the Broncos. Yes. Absolutely fine. Yes. Hey, the bookies got this right. They're, they're saying the Broncos are third favourite to win the title, behind Penrith and behind the Roosters. Um, based on history, I would would think that's probably right. But at the moment, they're probably the well, they are the best team in the comp at mm. the moment, both with the football and, and without the football. Um, they've got uh, great solidarity and um, within their squad, you know. So they're playing their players play every week. Uh, there's no there's no injuries. Um, I don't think they've even got any HIAs. To think to yeah. speak about it either. So I mean, they're bubbling really nicely, and it's and the the Raiders are travelling up up here, aren't they? So um, yes, I think I think they're in most people's eyes, certainly in the critics' eyes, they'd be favourites. Um, on the you know, the bookies, are obviously, you know, looking at history as well. And of course, we've always got to mention what are you really gambling with when we're talking about the bookies as well. Now, what about the Raiders? The fact they've they're coming off that flogging from Penrith. Um, They'd be fired, they'd be fired up more than anything, but also coming to Suncorp Stadium, the the, the best uh, venue in the country, if not the world, to play rugby league, up against the hottest side. So they've got plenty to play for, and they'd be stinging too. Absolutely, yeah. So you'll get a, a team with effort this week. Uh, there's no doubt. Uh, Ricky will have them fired up. Uh, obviously, um, you know, some things have been said behind uh, the closed doors of the dressing rooms, and obviously a training as well just around the effort that the players are putting in at the moment, particularly the leaders. The leaders need to stand up this week. You know, the Josh Papalis and Elliot Whiteheads and Joe Tarpanis, all those sort of guys need to start to you know, show some form. Uh, Jamal Fogarty needs to, you know, take a bit more control of the 
of their footy team. Um, Jordan Rapana, obviously, you know, um, he's got to stay on the field first and foremost, but yeah. he's got to come up with a, a big display. Um, so there's yeah, a big game for the Raiders. And then with the Broncos, obviously, you know, they, if they just have the same attitude, they go in each week about improving each week. I heard Kevy, you know, after the game, it's about growth. It's about, you know, sustainable growth, consistent growth week to week and they're not focusing too far in front of themselves. This is the part of their second cycle, month cycle. So, you know, the second week of that. So um, if they can keep on focusing on week to week on the, the growth part of how they become better as individuals and as a group, they're going to be very hard to beat, you know, most weeks. So, yeah, it's a big, big game for the Raiders. And, mm. and again, with the Broncos, they've just got to, keep their consistent performance going. Jared Croker, we're seeing him for the first time as well. I mean, I know there's been a few injuries, but he's been playing reserve grade, hasn't he? He has. And, um, Is that just to get him back to fitness? What's, what's well, your, back what's to fitness, and yeah. he's still got, still got issues, obviously, around his knee. And um, Yeah, it, it, I mean, obviously, they're looking for more experience, and um, I mean, he brings a certain amount of confidence to the team, Jared. Obviously, he's, you know, he's one of the club legends. It's good to see him back in the in first grade and just having him on the field and, and talking to the players, you know, through the week, obviously, and, and in the game, um, he's going to bring that experience to him, you know, so that's composure, that steadiness and that willingness to, you know, want to do well. And like Jared has been languishing in reserve grade, so it's an opportunity for him to show his wares and, to, you know, to make his mark back in this footy team, you know, so it's interesting. It's an interesting selection having Jared back, but he'll bring experience and, and Jared will want to do well. All right, that's Saturday night at Suncorp Stadium, half past seven kickoff there. But Good Friday, will it be a Good Friday for the Cowboys or the Dolphins? They're head to head in their first Queensland derby. The Dolphins, they're just hanging on by the the skin of their flippers as as far as uh, uh, injuries and depth are concerned. And the Cowboys have got a couple of big ins back. Scotty Drinkwater yeah. and your old mate from the World Cup side, Reuben Cotter. Yes, yeah, make a difference, huge difference to their footy team, particularly. In, in attack, well, they should have beaten the Bulldogs the other night. You know, they call. Um, so uh, they'll be biting at the bit to play this game, obviously. And I reckon um, the Dolphins will keep hanging in there. They'll keep being competitive. Uh, you know, young Katoa and obviously um, uh, the other young fellow, uh, Nickarima. Yeah, Nickarima. Sorry, yeah. yeah, coming back from from injury. Um, so you know that'll add, add some stability to it all. Um, but I can't see the Dolphins you know, beating the Cowboys uh, this weekend. And that's up in Townsville as well. Easter Sunday, yeah. who will get the chocolates when it comes to the Titans, Mel? Your inside uh, word on them. They've had a spinal tap, no foreign, uh, no brimson. So we see Toby Sexton for the first time, Jaden Campbell's at the back. That, that, that's that's got to leave a, a dent, doesn't it, even though they're taking on the Dragons? Yeah, and it's at home as well. So, I mean, obviously, they're, I know the... You know, the coach and the team want to do really well at home this year. You know, you get your, your home form right. Um, that's certainly going to help you make your finals. And uh, they'll be motivated. I mean, no, no doubt Toby will be motivated, obviously, you know, off, the, off what happened last year and mm. obviously not starting this year. Uh, he'll be motivated. And he's been playing really well, you know, down in the hot Host Plus, you know, Cup, you know, the Queensland Cup. So he'll be, he'll be um, ready to go. And I think the team will be ready to go off the back of, you know, a really Bray performance last last week against the Cowboys, um, yeah, but not you know, not not a smart loss. <laughs> so they've learnt plenty, I, I believe, off uh, the back of last week losing you know, two key guys. You know, in the first half, it does take away you know from 
your ability to to be successful. Uh, but the the Dragons were great last week against the Dolphins. You know, the Dragons looked yeah. looked um, you know really good footy side, um, like they were round one. So it'd be interesting to see what sort of what type of Dragon side we'll see. You know, on on the weekend. So um, it's going to be interesting clash. Um, obviously, the Titans need to win, or both teams need to win. So it's going to be you know, really good uh, encounter. Well, exactly. The winner goes into the top eight by the looks of the ladder, uh, depending on other results. So it is, and the other, well, it starts to lose touch within the top eight. Final word and the inside word, Mal. Kieran Foran, how bad's his injury? When do we expect him back? Um, he's close this week, he was, Ben. So he's definitely back next week against the Broncos. You know, so, and then even AJ Brimson could be back you know, next week as well. So um, that all that all bodes well for next week. But, um didn't want to risk him this week. You know, it's a calf injury. Calf injuries seem to linger, particularly as you get older, yeah. as they say. So, but he's fine. He's out there training uh, today. And um, and AJ Brimson's out there training today as well. So there's quite the possibility that both those players will be back for the Broncos game next week. Fantastic stuff. We look forward to that. I'm going to let you go, but before I do that, outside of Rugby League World Cups or State of Origins, premierships, everything that you have won along the way, what other sporting title, Mel, would you, in the world, if you had a choice, what would you yep. love to have in, in the back pocket? Well, you know, golf and tennis, obviously, from a monetary point of view. Um, but, I was never, <laughs> but I was okay with that, those yeah. couple of sports. But taking, but given my size, I just had to think about that because I would like to be the world heavyweight champ, boxing champion of the world. Oh, yes. No that, one's going to mess with like you, are be. they? No, well, then, you know, this, my size might hold me in good stead. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. You know, so, but, you know, you get, you get plenty of money doing that, don't I, you? I it's remember. Not getting knocked around like that. But anyway. I remember you in the boxing league. ring. I remember you in the boxing ring too, Mal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so does AFL. Oh, ferocious. <laughs> Mate, we'll do it again next Wednesday from 10 o'clock. Mel Meninga, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Rush into Chemist Warehouse today and grab Ink Protein powering tomorrow today.